As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Metaology. <laughs> Waiting for it. Waiting for it. Ah. <laughs> oh my god, I'm waiting for loose catchphrase. Oh, it's a way of life. There you go. Okay, cool. Now we can start. All Wonderful. Right. Yes, uh, uh, Alberto just commented on my phone. It has a cracked screen. M- motherfucker, this is the first time in five or six years I've cracked my damn screen. Now, did you crack it? Yes, I cracked it. How did you crack it? So, I was at my kitchen counter, right? And I was waiting for my little brother to mm-hmm. get ready. I was supposed to go pick up my girl. Waiting for him to come down. He usually rolls with me. He likes to show me like his like shitty ass rap music, and so I'm like, you know, getting ready to like, you know, do whatever. And I hear he's like, "Hey, dude, come to the front." And I was like, "Okay." And I like, I don't know. I just lost the grip of my phone, and it flew. Now it has a case. It's an OtterBox. Okay, and I've dropped this phone so many goddamn times, right? Mm-hmm. But the way the phones don't break when they're in an OtterBox is when they land on the sides, anywhere on the sides, it'll like brace the impact. Yeah. The problem is that my phone dropped on the back like flat kind of just like a flat like it just flat dropped that and then i was like what the f-? and you could hear the crack i'm like Kack. i'm like fuck picked it up terrible 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 now i was gonna get this repaired but i'm gonna be getting the iphone 11 soon God with damn. the fucking three fucking with fuck. the three the ultra the ultra wide <laughs> and suck a dick that shit looks amazing camera <laughs> looks fucking dumb as fuck i don't give a fuck you it's know what it looks like fucking uh, the chick's face from uh from the wasp atman the wasp the chick yeah. with the fucking uh, but 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 oh ghost yeah <laughs> interesting but but that's not a problem though like i don't care how it looks i care about how the use of it you know what i mean ultra- like your penis exactly like it's not it's it's not very big but i know how to use it okay so it doesn't look very good it has skin on it all right but but it, it works what are we doing today we're doing hate breed okay we're, do, we're, we're hate breed who here i will be heard destroy everything there you go welcome to the Josta show jamie oh, Josta hey. and the boys 
or the Headbangers Ball. Headbangers Ball. So we're gonna get in the heat breed. Um, just want just want to let you guys know, we got some feedback from the Nickelback episode. What they say? There were some people that did not like it, and some people that loved it. <sighs> See, Sh- that's what I love about it. Shout out to to our boy Scribble. Scribble, Scribble. Who, uh, followed us on followed me on Instagram. Uh, sent me a friend request. Told me that he he's loving Metalology so far. So big shout out to him. To the Scribbles. Super glad you're enjoying it. Also, big shout out to Lena as well. One of our uh, longtime little fans. Thank you so much for checking out the show. Lena and Scribble. So big shout out to you guys. Uh, and yeah, so so far it's been it's been a it's been a good season. It's been very interesting because it's, we're not covering like as big bands that we did season one. Yeah, I think kind of I think kind of we should have just like chose some big bands. <laughs> just <to laughs> well, we did Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. You you don't get no bigger than the Nickelback. You know, true. This is very true. But yeah, the Kyles really came out in force for that episode, and they really came to our defense. You know? <laughs> God bless the Kyles, <laughs> the Kyles and the Karens. So. Yeah, so we're doing Hate Breed today. Uh, Going to talk a little bit about uh, how we got into them, um, favorite songs and such. They're not a band that I'm like as I'm. I'm more versed in Josta and like his projects than yeah. I am like Hate Breed itself. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. I, I think it's because he's such a personality. Oh yeah, um, totally. I mean, he does a. He has what like he has well he has the Jamie Josta show. The, the Josta show, the podcast, big big show right now on yeah. iTunes, and uh, he has like obviously Headbangers Ball. Headbangers where he, Ball. Like, he became infamous. Yeah. You know? Um, I mean, he's had a he's had he has a lot of projects going on. Yeah, so we're gonna get into it. Uh, I, I had a question for you guys regarding uh, Headbangers Ball because Louie brought it up. Do you think not Jimmy Johnson, but do you think Hatebreed would be as big if Johnson was never on? No, no, Ball? they would not. They would be underground. They would yeah. be kings of the underground, but not as big. Yeah, because mm-hmm. honestly, I only know one fucking song from Hatebreed is just fucking destroy everything. <laughs> True. <laughs> if we're being honest, God damn, I know more about Jamie Josta than I knew not, and I know about Hatebreed. Very true. Very very true. True. Well, yeah, he's he's a personality, you know. Yeah. It's unlike like, uh, unlike well, a lot like of the the face of the band. Yeah, unlike a lot of the bands that we cover for Metalology, like this is probably the one where the front man's probably the most public true as far as like his personality and all that goes Mm -hmm. uh, and his project so this is gonna be interesting um and i am a huge uh fan of his podcast i listen to his podcast all the fucking time yeah i remember he has like trips he has like yeah when we went up to arizona like we listened to the jossa show like almost the entire way up and Mm -hmm. the entire way down we listened like his interview with zach wilde his interview with randy bly which Mm -hmm. are always fucking hilarious yep um you know it's uh, some great shit like that but before we get started, we just want to remind you guys to go ahead and give us a follow on Spotify. Subscribe on iTunes. Show some love. We'd much appreciate that. Uh, season 2 is winding down. We only have a couple more episodes, and then we're going to start dropping the bonus episodes uh, bonus. in November. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So we hope you guys stick around. All right. So let's go ahead. Let's get into it. So I'm going to go All ahead. Right. I'm going to read, just like every episode, I'm going to read a quick little excerpt from their Wikipedia page. I'm going to fucking one day just edit the Wikipedia page <laughs> to say something because, like, you, you, you read it like fucking Evan Baxter and fucking and, uh, and an anchorman <laughs> <laughs> verbatim. I'm like, I do the I cha-cha. At, <laughs> I barely look at the fucking thing. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Hey Breed is an American metalcore band from Bridgeport, Connecticut. Already they're fucking it up. All right, so they're a uh, metalcore band from Bridgeport, Connecticut. Formed I mean, metalcore? I always thought they were hardcore. Oh, no, we're going to get into that. Yeah, I we'll get into that. Who, whoever edited this is, is full of shit. Um, they have released seven studio albums, most recently The Concrete Confessional, on May thirteenth, 2016. Their musical style blends influences from hardcore punk and heavy metal, a prominent band within the hardcore scene. 
God damn, the grammar's fucked up. They are also considered a part of the metal scene. Okay. Okay, so whoever wrote this needs to be fired or banned <laughs> from. All right, so anyway, so, so that, that, that gives you a, a small context of what we're about to talk about. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and get into it. Fuck it. How did you get into hate breeding? Now I want to start with Alberto because I feel like a lot of your answers mm-hmm. for this podcast are usually re- revolved around the Headbangers Ball compilation. They and I are. feel like this is one of them. This, yeah, this yeah. was one of them. Um, so like like most of the other, my, my, my other stories, it starts with um, me buying this um, Headbangers Ball CD. I forgot which volume it was. Don't really remember what it was. But. The what was the song? It was um, I, I think it was destroy everything. That's everyone's fucking. Yeah, only it was it, it was on it was on there, and I fucking no, actually no, no, it wasn't. It was to the threshold. That's the song, and I heard. I was like, oh, this is actually really good. Who is this? And like, I was like, hey, breed. And then you know, like most of me, once I like a band, at that time, I just went on my favorite LimeWire, and I just. You know, I did the you, thing. You, you allegedly. Alle- I allegedly did the thing on, on LimeWire. And, um, yeah, I just downloaded a bunch of their shit. And I just started fucking listening to them. Sweet. Which is weird because at this point, when that when that compilation came out, Alberto, you and me were already playing in a band together. Yeah, yeah. And we were. And we were in a band with other people who also liked Hatebreed. That also like Hatebreed or also like Destroy Everything? No, no, no. Destroy Everything hadn't come out yet. <laughs> okay. Okay, because when Supremacy came out, it was my junior year of high school. We were listening to this shit in our freshman year. Yeah. And we were playing I Will Be Heard. That was a good one. Everything off of Perseverance. I actually like that song. <laughs> you know, uh, fuck, uh, This Is Now, This Is Now. Yeah. yeah. You I know. like the song, too. I actually do like Avery. They, yeah, they're, they're, they, they have some hits. Yeah, they, yeah, they hits, do. You know? Um, So I can't believe that. It took you that long to get into hate. We were blasting hate breed at like every practice, and you never paid attention. Well, because I probably just didn't. I was wasn't paying attention, and then when I actually bought this the the compilation, and then I was hearing each song by myself. Because mind you, okay, when you're in a group and you're hearing music, uh-huh. like sometimes yeah, someone plays the song, and maybe you're just not into it at the moment, and you're just like, okay, it's pretty cool, and then you just kind of do your own though? thing, yeah. You you're using the line six pedal? Fuck yeah! Oh god, <laughs> I am. Why? We have a death metal pedal up here. That it did it's broken, isn't it? it uh, no, it works. We'll fix it. We'll fix it. Let's fix it. It works. Sound great? No, it didn't. We tried. <laughs> it, that one sounds better than that. For the, for those of you that don't know, we're in a band called Defy the Tyrants, and in our practice room, our Alberto, who is also the bass player for Defy the Tyrants, yeah. is using a line six pedal for what 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 is it, Lou? I I've never noticed it's it. It's Brandon's pedal. He said I could have it. If Brandon, if you're listening to this, I just assume Uber metal. Uber metal. I just assumed that you told <laughs> me I could keep it, so I make it my own. I wouldn't use that. I used it. We we Fuck. were using it. It was fine. Okay, back to the conversation at hand. Well, well, it's well, not even plugged in. Cause <laughs> I took it off, bro. I was doing <laughs> shit. Okay, I was doing shit with it, bro. Okay, whatever. Point being, we'll, we'll get into that conversation later on. But I don't know what the fuck I was talking about now. Being in a group listening to music. Okay, yeah. So w- when you're in a group and someone plays a song, if you're not digging mm. it at the time, like mm. you just kind of just phase it out 
and then let's say you hear a song you do like by on yourself and you're like oh shit i like it and then you hear it hear the band it's kind of different all right well how about you lou what how about you how, how did you well why how did you get into hate breed what was your introduction to destroy hate everything oh that was it <laughs> all right well because like all my friends you know kenny and and everyone's all like hardcore shit and Hardcore, hardcore. And we actually Burr. covered this song in Drain. We never took it out of the practice studio, but wait, you guys covered it? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. They just it was a half-ass cover, but yeah, we did it. That would have been a sick cover. It was awesome. Yeah, but. And we was a gang chat. Yeah. Gang chat. Destroy everything. Not like that, but yeah, it was dope. Um, I actually do like Hate Breed. Hate Breed is one of those bands I actually could put on and not get annoyed of. Yeah. Because all songs sound the same. <laughs> yeah, they're an ACDC. They're, yeah, they're, they're a Slayer. Which is, which is not, not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's not. I don't know, but I feel like most of their songs get you pumped. Yeah. Like, even though it's like it sounds exactly like the same, it just it gets you pumped. Yeah. yeah. yeah and you're Definitely. just like going to fuck some shit uh, up. I knew who Jamie Justa was before I knew who Hate Breed was. Oh. Damn. Um, hang, headbangers wall. Oh yeah. So hey, Jamie Justin, headbangers, headbangers wall, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, that's where I learned. That's where I got all my, you know. Did you ever wonder why they chose him though? No, I don't give a fuck. Why no, they, no, no, why like, did they choose fucking Carson Daly for TRL. You, you know? know, you know, no, that's a good question. Why, why did they? We'll get to headbangers ball in a little bit. I want to do a, a thing <laughs> on that, but um, yeah, it, I don't know. That's a weird. Yeah, right. He, was, he wasn't even like a big singer. Yeah, like, like it's not like Jonathan Davis or yeah, you exactly. know some shit like that. You yeah, know? It was just yeah. Weird. So like, it was like, and he always, he always said, "Oh, Jamie Johnson from from Hey Breed." I was like, "Oh, okay, okay." I guess it's a cool band. I don't know. And I heard they heard all those those songs you mentioned. Like, yeah, yeah this fucking band's pretty sick. But like, I I wouldn't tell you like, oh, I'm gonna go to Hate Breed. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, I um, when I got into Hate Breed, I was like really into like new metal. Like I was like, this is my like my new metal days, and. I don't know. Uh, a buddy of mine, Michael Didasco. Big shout out to Michael. Didasco. We're gonna be seeing him. He's gonna be coming out to our Vegas show. In yes, November. we're gonna see um, him. I haven't seen him. In you know who's not school. gonna be at your Vegas show? You, Lou. me. Oh, because you're a faggot. No, you're a faggot. <laughs> you guys changed the show from the second to. the We 23rd. didn't change the show. 23rd. It was changed beyond our control. Because I would have loved to play on the second. I'm not gonna lie. Oh no, we all would have loved to have been playing on the second. <laughs> but the 23rd is a stretch for us. Yeah, that's, like, that's yeah. Anyway, Especially so since I was told not to book twenty shows in November, but whatever. In San Diego. Whatever. All right, anyways, so back to the subject at hand. Um, yeah, no, I, a buddy of mine, Michael Didasco, he uh, gave me a CD. Uh, it was, uh, the I think it was one of the first o- OTEP albums. It was before they like got all like abstract and melodic. Uh, it was uh, the one with Blood Pigs on it. Oh, Pigs that was, was a good shit. one. That was a good one. And um, I asked him, I'm like, dude, like, do you know, like, you know, because I didn't have internet, you know, so I couldn't just look up bands. And I wasn't going to waste my, like, allowance money on, like, you know, <laughs> buying random CDs. So I'd ask him, like, you know, what's a, what's another band you would you would uh, introduce me to? And he gave me a copy of Hatebreed's Perseverance. Ah, that's And one. that one had, like, one of their biggest hits, which is, I will be heard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now is the time for me to rise to my feet. Yeah. 
and I was fucking hooked. Like I listened to every song off that fucking album. I never gave that album back to him, by the way. Uh, that I, album. My bad, Michael. Album. I owe you a fucking hatred CD. And um, <laughs> who owes people CDs nowadays? And then I I became like a almost like a light hatred fan. They weren't like a band that I was like really really into. Yeah. Like it was like oh the next hatred album dropped. It was um, Rise of Brutality. I was like oh I gotta check that out. When I bought it, I actually really really enjoyed it. This is now and a uh, couple other great songs on there. And um. They were just a band. Like I would put on like my little mixes, and they'd be like, you know, in the middle of the mix. You know, mm-hmm. when they came on, I'd be like rocking out, and then I kind of forget about it. And uh, it wasn't until they put out Supremacy. That was a great one. Yeah, they, uh, the first single off of that was To the Threshold, oh, and yes. I was like, they had such a great dynamic to it. You mm-hmm. had to stop and um, give me your broken, give me your beat. I was like, fuck, dude, this shit's sick. And. Um, I went out and bought Supremacy, and it became one of my favorite albums. That was uh, uh, Destroy Everything. I heard that before mm-hmm. that was a single. I was straight up like, dude, this is like so different from what I'm used to. Because I, I didn't know what hardcore music was at the time. I was like, you know, Hatebreed was the only hardcore band I listened to for a long time. Mm-hmm. And um, fucking, what was that? The, the, the first song on the off that album, what the fuck is it called? It uh, was, Supremacy? Yeah, it was off of Supremacy. The first song is called uh, Defeatist. Defeatist is my favorite Hatebreed song. That's a good I'll, one. I'll get to that in a minute, but yeah. just like that hook, you know, fucking, yeah. and you hate yourself, and you hate this, and it's like fucking fast, you mm-hmm. know? It's not like, you know, normal chug-chug, two-step fucking hardcore. It's like a fast fucking yes. song. And it's got that sick-ass breakdown at the end. Um, And that's how I got into Hatebreed. I mean, you know, just... Uh, and then over the years, I've listened to uh, certain songs. I recently got back into Hatebreed. Uh, they have a song called Seven Enemies, which is a killer fucking song. I wish a motherfucker would try. I'm like, ah, it's a shit. So anyways, uh, going into favorite songs or albums. What's like your favorite song from Hatebreed? Oh, what are your favorite songs? Well, favorite One of my favorite songs is um, To the Threshold. Like, I don't know. Most of my favorite songs are off of Supremacy, though. That's that's like the one of my. It's the only album I could care about. That was a great album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Most of my favorite ones are off of Supremacy. Um, Defeatus was also one a, a good one I really liked. Destroy everything. There was one more. I think I think it was Never Let It Die. That was a good song. Yeah. 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 yeah though, like pretty much mo- most of the songs off Supremacy were um, are like my favorite. Yeah. I would say for me, like, Defeatus is, like, my anthem. Like, I could play that any yeah. day of the week. Yeah, it's like, it's But, you know, shit. I think that... I just I don't like the long, one-minute fucking intro. Yeah. I just wish they would just, like, do, like, a 10-second intro and then kick into the but song. But, I mean, that's the thing about... Uh, that's the one thing that I like about Hatebreed, though, is that, like, they they pump you up. Like, you can... It's one of those... They're one of those bands where, like, if you just want to get like you're you know you're you're gonna go to the gym or you just like you just had a shit day and you need something to just to pump you up yeah you know just to re-motivate yourself like if you, pretty much if you put any hatebreed song on it just because like you think oh you know you think uh jamie josta you know they're like oh hatebreed oh they're you know they're a fucking metal you know they're a fucking uh fucking metalcore fucking hardcore fucking band yeah don't give two shits, but you hear you hear the lyrics behind it, and Jamie Josta is like, he's like he writes real, real like, really empower empowering shit. Yeah, like it, it's, it's it's not it's not your typical hardcore lyrics. It's like, yeah, it's like really uh, inspiring in a sense. Yeah, and I always thought that was cool about Josta too is that the lyrics that he writes they're very 
like you said, empowering, but they're real. They're not like, yes, you know, like, exactly. You know, like that's the, make what makes us weak. weak. You know, it's like, yeah. yeah, destroy everything. When you hear like, oh, what's your favorite jo- uh, Hatebreed song? You're like, oh, destroy everything, and you're like, the fuck is that song about? That's just about like just destroying. Everything. But no, it's not about that. It's, it's literally not. about destroying the negativity in your life, mm-hmm. and that's you know you got to listen to it a couple times, read the lyrics, and you'll get that. It's a great it's a very, fucking song. It's yeah. a very positive song. It is it's very, like most of his most most of like. Most of his songs are all positive. Like, and I think that's something that, like, really, mm, like, that's what I I think it inspires a person Mm. to be better. Just, like, if you just hear that constant, you know, constant shit. Yeah. It just fucking just, it makes you fucking just want to do shit. I remember when I, when I, this was, like, way years ago when I was, when I went to the gym back in, like, Back in Nam. You got to go back to the gym, son. I do, but uh. back in Nam. But I remember, like, I would go to the gym. Oh, when I was going to the gym, and, like, I, if I just didn't feel it, I would, um, at the time I had my, you know, the the iPods, you know. Oh, shit. You know, the actual iPods, you know, I would I would, I would, would put on, um, I would I would create a playlist in my house um, with just pure fucking hate breed songs. Yeah. And fucking, I would, I, would ty- I would make sure that it was, like, a good two hours of just hate breed songs. Mm-hmm. And when I get to the gym, I just put my headphones on, play, and fucking just work out to fucking hate breed. I mean, they just like you said, because like like I said, it's a, it's fucking inspiring. Like, because you know when you know when you're having a bad day, you're not even you know, or even just working out or whatever, you're having a bad day. It's like you reach that point where you're just like, man, fuck this. But then you know, you listen to hate breed if you're, while you're doing that, it just it motivates you to be like, gotta keep going, gotta keep going. Yeah. So I mean, that's honestly that's one of the reasons why I, I like hate breed. A lot because, like, you can play them when you're having a shit day and it just, it re- mo- it, like, you re-motivate yourself. You're like, okay. Yeah, you get revitalized. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There, that's, that's the term I was looking for, revitalized. Uh, Lou, I know we're talking, Destroy Everything is your favorite Hatebreed song. You know yeah. my favorite song to get pumped up to? Which one? Yeah. All time. What? Billy Jean. Oh, God. <laughs> Billy Jean is <laughs> not my song. love. <laughs> Billy <laughs> 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 Out of <laughs> left field. <laughs> Sweet. I'm just saying. What, 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 what would hate breed sound covering that? It'd be badass, actually. That would be nice. That'd be fucking dope, actually. It would. With the two steps. Fuck yeah. So, I mean, what do you like about Destroy Everything? Like aside from like the lyrical shit that we just how simple about. it is yeah is that, is that all open? as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with Indeed when I was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It's all open. Yeah. God damn. But yeah, I mean, that's the thing. They're very... It's like the music is very simple. But when you put like those lyrics, the lyrics and the vocals behind it, that's what gives it its power. Yeah. But I, I mean, I love the way the song starts with the bass line, though. The do 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 Hell yeah! So fucking. I haven't heard that song in fucking years, beyond. Yeah, it's it's just one of those things where like you know you you just hear it once and you're like oh shit, and you just kind of go back into it. I think that's what hate. That's the kind of band hate breed is like. Like Billy Jean. This. <laughs> <laughs> this guy but i mean i think that i think that's kind of like what hate that kind of band hate breed is though like yeah you'll hear them mm-hmm. you'll hear them once and then like you know you get back into them and then after a while it dies out but then you yeah. know you hear them again you're like oh shit i mean it's weird because they're they're not like a they're not a special band yeah but not. they are special you know what i mean yeah, like for yeah, being yeah. a hardcore band mm-hmm. oh yeah they're fucking special they're but like they're oh. weird it's a weird th- like they're in they're in like metal history for like the weirdest reason. Yeah, yeah. the lead singer. <laughs> so let's go ahead. Let's get into Headbangers Ball. Let's, I know yeah. that we, we want to get into Headbangers Ball. Let's yeah. get into it. So, all right. So how, how did you get into Headbangers Ball? That's what I'm curious about. How Cox uh, fucking music channel? Yes, because you could you could play it on demand. Yeah, but uh, the fucking the my channel. But I, but uh, yeah. And because I, I think it was, I think you're the one that that told me about Head, Headbangers Ball, how they play music videos. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll check it out. And that's when I checked it out. And then that's when, pretty much, I got into the whole Headbangers Ball like compilation compilation yeah. CDs and even like the, like you know, they play all the different uh, music videos. So like, you kind of knew, hey, this band's gonna come off a new CD because they just put out a new s- single video. Yeah. And I think at because th- at the time. Most most bands didn't release singles. They would release like video singles. So like, that's kind of how like I got into um, uh, Cradle of Filth. Um, uh, fuck, uh, so, uh, that fucking reggae metal band. Uh, Skindred. Uh, what the fuck is reggae metal, bro? You just no, check no, it. No, no, no. If it's one of your guys' new metal shit, I don't want to listen to that shit. Fine, you don't. Fine, you don't listen to email, bro. Cause you guys like fucking weird bands, like fucking. We like most of the same bands. No, that's yeah. not true. You guys like East County bands. You guys oh, like the, Kyle bands. You know what, bro? Just you like the Offspring. You don't get no more Kyle than the they're Offspring. They're the big, the best fucking punk band of another man. They are not a fucking punk band. The Offspring. Kyle's. I've never the Offspring. I oh, don't. The Smash album is one of the best fucking punk albums ever. They're not a band. fucking punk band. They, Okay, that, okay, we're we're, we're spraying away. Pop song. They have a bunch of pop songs. Okay, they're spraying Smash, away. Listen to Smash album. Tell me that's not punk. Okay, that's whatever. Skate punk. Whatever. They, they invented a genre called skate punk. Okay, whatever. Let's let's let's. This is something we're have to get into later on. But you know what? It's back to the point being is that's how I got in the head. But I know they do open up for fucking three eleven all the time. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. go. <laughs> but yeah, that's how I got into Headbangers Ball. <laughs> All right. You tell me. You look me in the face and tell me Noodles not a punk. You're full of shit. I don't know, man. It's Noodles more punk than fucking any of those fags and fucking No Effects. Tell you that right now. I, I don't like No Effects. No one likes No Effects. Not even No Effects like No Effects. Yeah. 
did you see that that the uh, LFA is wearing fucking a dress on the fucking the Who? picture they took the bass player is wearing a fucking a dress on one of the pictures they fucking have with the offspring no or, facts oh no I I don't what are they with bass players and dresses I don't know dude you tell me yeah got, you tell me <laughs> I'm got, no longer a bass player <laughs> I got I got two bass players in here no you're you're you're, you're considered a bass player until you've been playing guitar live for ten years I have. I was in a fucking cock rock band when I was like in 17, 18. Okay, still. The lead yeah. guitar player. Only guitar player. Still. That's That doesn't mean you're the lead. Just because you're the only <laughs> guitar player. Just because yeah. you're the only <laughs> guitar player doesn't make you lead guitarist. You're not lead guitarist. You're, you're just guitarist. <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 guitarist. You're a guitarist. <laughs> well, anyways, yeah, uh, fucking. Um, so, I don't know. Headbangers Ball was, was always weird for me because, like, when it came out, it was, like, a lot of hype over it. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't into, like, metalcore yet. I wasn't into, like, death metal. None of that. Yeah. I, was, I hadn't discovered that yet for me. Like, mm-hmm. it was all just noise to me. And um, <laughs> when they said, oh, Headbangers Ball, I was like, oh, they're going to have, like, corn videos. They're going to have, like, fucking Mudvayne videos, shit like that. Yeah. And then, like, literally, they had, like, one corn video uh, or some video kicked, kicked, it, kicked it off. And then it was, like, fucking cattle decapitation, fucking mm-hmm. uh, decide, fucking... That that kind of stuff, and I'm like, I don't know, man. I mean, I right. I'm not into it, but it helped me get into because then I got into Trivium mm-hmm. and then Machine Head, and that kind of developed into like the heavier stuff yeah. that I started to get into Cataclysm and all that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, Headbangers Ball, like it, it did get me, and especially the compilations definitely got yeah. me into like Arch Enemy, mm, um, yep. shit like that. The Haunted, which the is haunted. so one of my favorite bands. Okay. Hola, Hola Engold is in the Haunted. Oh. oh well, yeah. no. Ola is a new member of the Haunted. Yeah, yeah. A new. He wasn't there for the recording of the fucking uh, Revolver. Revolver. Yeah, that was a good. That wasn't him. But I really want to hear him like do some new Haunted shit. Oh yeah. yeah. Just watch his channel. He does it all the time. Well, yeah, but I mean, I want to hear like the new stuff. All right. With Ola. New stuff. I want to hear what he adds. But um, right. Lou, how did you get into Headbangers Ball? What? How? How did you discover? I just told you, the fucking music channel on fucking. That's Fox, right. That's Fox. right. Yeah. What bands were you like introduced as, to? As Lay Dying. Okay. Very true. Yeah, they were a big yeah. Headbangers Ball. <laughs> they were. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'll say the same. I got into As Lay Dying. Under yeah. Oath was on Headbangers Ball. We'll get into Under Oath later. Oh yeah, they we got a whole were. episode coming They're up on, on Headbangers Ball. You know what we do? I just want to go. I want to see if like you can find all the Headbangers Ball videos, like all the all the all the video all the videos of them, and just watch them. There you go. Fuck yeah. It's just like a whole fucking music video, fuck <laughs> thirty minutes of pure music <laughs> videos. So yeah, so Jasta got uh, Jasta obviously became infamous as a host of Headbangers Ball. How did he get? That's it, a though? weird fucking choice. I mean, I know the story behind it because I okay. I, so I when did it. when did Headbangers Ball come out? Two thousand three. Three. Yeah. And fucking. I started watching it two thousand and six. And Hatebreed, mm-hmm. they got big. What in two thousand two? Just about around the early two thousands. But he, they, they weren't big, big. They were just like yeah, no, they weren't big. big, big. But they were big in the, the in the middle scene. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's weird though. Like you would not pick like Jamie Jossa to be like the host of something. You know, mm-hmm. um, maybe like some kind of music journalist mm-hmm. or some shit. But you well, I mean, who created Headbangers Ball in the first place? I don't know the whole history behind all that. It, it, Headbangers Ball was a show that started, I think, in the late eighties, ended in like ninety three or ninety four, something like that. And then they brought it back in the early 2000s uh, when the new wave of American heavy metal started to become bigger. Mm-hmm. And they were able to introduce like heavier bands. Because even like the first 
incarnation of Headbangers Ball was not very heavy. I mean, it was heavy. It was like you had Metallica, Megadeth, Alice in Chains. But oh, shit. It's, it's still going. It is? Um, the TV aspect, no, but like... Oh, okay, that's... But uh, like um, online, mm-hmm. their new, their new um, pre, I guess, host is Jose Mangin. He's the shit. So Jamie Josta shit. was ho- hosted from 2003 to 2007. Yeah. Before hi- before him, Headbangers Ball was in Europe. It was Vanessa Warwick from 90 to 97. But that, that there was the American version with uh, Ricky, uh, Ricky Radiker or something. Ricky, shit. yeah, Ricky R- Ricky Ratchman from 90 Ricky to 95. Rabin. That was in America, but in um, Europe, it was Vanessa. Mm. And then it started off with Kevin Seal. Then Adam Curry. Okay, so basically Jimmy Jocelyn was the one that got big off that shit. Yeah. Okay. Or so he's the one that made it big because... No one's really heard of it before. Yeah. No. Number of episodes. 410 episodes. Sweet. Well, they played it all every day, all day, every day. So it's yeah. Like, yeah. But every Saturday you had like the new installment yeah. where he would like have bands come on and they'd be mm-hmm. interviewing and shit. Um, and it, it was cool. It was like the only outlet those bands had. You know, you didn't have that on any other channel, even MTV. Like you just had that two-hour block, and that was it. So, well, you also had Fuse. Yeah. Um, but even Fuse had like Uranium with Julia. Oh my God. And the whitest kids you know. Yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> <laughs> Fuse is Canadian, so it's yeah. like, <laughs> you know, um, Fuse was dope. I fucking liked it a lot better than shit. Me. But it got worse. Like it, it was VH1. It, it was really cool at first. It was really cool because it was mainly rock, yeah, rock and metal. And then it became like, I remember like watching it like the early like, or the late two thousands and be like, why do why why does Fuse have like top ten rappers of all mm-hmm. time or yeah. you know top ten pop songs? I'm like what the fuck is this? So anyways, um, and then obviously now Josta. I mean, Hey Brit is still going on. Josta's had numerous uh, solo projects, but. I think his biggest claim to fame right now is the, his podcast, The Jocelyn yeah. Show. I've and never listened to it. It is such a great podcast because he goes really in-depth with um, with like a music career and getting involved with that, being a touring musician, a recording artist. And there's a lot of things that a lot of bands don't talk about in their interviews because when they're yeah. being interviewed, they're like, oh, how did you write the song? Oh, oh what was it like you know, on tour? Huh? Oh, just oh, read that. It's fucking interesting. What? the How it kind of started? Or the how it started. It um it started off of uh D Snyder's um he had a That's right, yeah. He had a, like his own little thing and then it evolved into Headbangers Ball. Yeah, that's so true. So technically D Snyder D Snyder uh oh D Snyder started that whole the yeah. whole like headbangers ball thing. Yeah. Which is crazy because D Snyder just put out a solo album last year and mm-hmm. it was produced by Jimmy Josta and it was fucking killer. Like I, 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 I don't even like Twisted Sister, and I thought the album was great. Nice. But anyways, um, yeah, his podcast is amazing. I've he has like everybody from like Cattle Decap to fucking uh, who else? Dave Mustaine. Dame. Fucking uh, almost everybody. Lamb of God has yeah. been on the show. He did. He also did. Um, you know, since you love punk so much, Lou, he did. Um, uh, mm-hmm. he has a lot of punk artists too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're um when we went to Arizona. Chris had. He wanted to play a certain episode with uh, some punk guy. I forget his name. Yeah, I, for, I forget which which one. But he always has Randy Bly on. And mm-hmm. one of my favorite episodes was when Randy Bly just got out of prison. It was yeah. like a year later or whatever. Yeah. And he did an interview with Jamie Jossa. And it was like such like a crazy-ass interview. It was. Um, he really got in depth with it. And that that's what I like about, about the Jossa show is there's no ego mm-hmm. in there. Like he's talking to these dudes like, oh, okay, so not just what was the recording process like. 
how was it staying in that uh, in that house where you guys were recording? What was some weird shit that was going on? Like, he gets really into it. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, so how many tracks were, we, were you guys recording? Uh, what kind of mixer were you guys using? What kind of gear? Like, he gets into, like, shit like that. Yeah. And it's stuff that, like a normal, like, interview would not go into. Mm-hmm. He gets real in-depth with well, a lot I of things. Well, I think it's, uh, the, I think uh, another aspect of it is because he's also a musician himself. So he, he knows that he knows that whole process that it goes through. Yeah. So he knows, in a sense, he knows the questions to ask. He wants yeah. that, that you know, kind of people want to know, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I just, if, if you're listening to the show, I highly recommend checking out the Jossa show. Um, he, J- Jamie Jossa is one of the people that influences me to do, uh, to do podcasts and to continue to do podcasts. Um, he's an amazing dude, and I absolutely love, like, the content that he puts out. Yo, yeah. Not necessarily the biggest fan of his music or his solo stuff, per se, but just, like, his personality really shines through uh, with his uh, podcast. Yeah. So, going off of that, do we have any live experiences with Haybreed? I saw them. That, that don't include blowjobs and cancer uh, patients. <laughs> what is wrong with you, Lou? For once, I haven't seen this man. This is what we found one. We finally found one. <laughs> finally, there found was a couple one. of them. There's a couple of them. Yeah, there's a couple of them. There is. But fucking, I saw them at the House of Blues. Well, he was giving a blowjob to a cancer patient, right? Ah, <laughs> uh, damn! <laughs> I saw them. Got him. Ha- House of Blues. At, I believe <laughs> it was 2009. Okay. It was um, Hatebreed. Honestly, I just went to go see Haybreed. I don't I don't remember any other bands. I just saw Haybreed was on the bill. They weren't they weren't headlining, but they were like the second head, you know, they were direct support. I don't remember who the di- headliner was. I really didn't give a shit about them. I just yep. wanted to go see Haybreed. Yep. And oh my god, they put on Jamie Josta, he's he is a great front man. Yep. He he has all those it's it like you hear his how he speaks in his podcast, like the, char- the charismatic person he is. Yeah. He transfers that. He he has that same energy. He has it in on uh, live, like you know, fucking. He gets the crowd pump. Fucking, I forget what song where they're playing, but he, you know, I I think it was to his threshold, because mm-hmm. one at the show. What I've well, when I saw them, he he was kind of like a motivational speaker. Like he was playing this, they were they were playing the songs obviously, but like he would just he he just like before like any of the you know the big hits yeah. you know if they you know he would always say something to match the lyrics of the song, so he'd be like he'd be like if you're having a fucking shit day if fucking everything's everything's fucking against you well then you know what you know destroy everything yeah. You know, fucking. That, that, that's how you would do it too. If you're having a fucked up day, you know. I I'm just saying, just, just as just, an just, example. Just destroy everything. Yeah, just just yeah. fucking destroy everything. You know, but I mean, that same like, he knows how to put on a show, and but at the same time, like, if you see, just go see him live, he's a great like. He just it's like a it's like you're gonna go see a motivational speaker, but in the background there's just metal playing, and the motivational speaker is Jamie Jostin. He's just shirtless. Yelling at you. Yeah. So I mean, I would suggest, honestly, I would just go see them. They're a great band live. Mm. Like it just gets you pumped. Like he gets the crowd pumped, and that's something that most uh, le- uh, like lead, uh, lead singers nowadays don't do. Yeah. They don't pump up the crowd. Shit. I re- like I've seen it at some shows like where just singers are just like, "Hey guys, we're <laughs> here. Let's we're gonna we're gonna play this next song, guys. Here you go." Hope we don't fuck this one up. Hope we don't fuck this one up, guys. I played a show on Sunday. Some some like some band playing. Like instead of talking like in between sets mm. songs, they play like inserts of like 
movies and shit. Oh hell yeah! All right, it was the sickest shit ever. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, I want to rip that off. But they're they're our homies. Like, the yeah. bass player is our homie, and he like he'll he'll call us on our shit for that. We're doing that. <laughs> it was the dopest thing ever. Mm-hmm. The, the lead singers go up to the pad and just touch something between songs and be like. Old Man River or something like that, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then bam, did it, did it, did it, did the next song. I was like, fuck, yeah. that's sick. That's fucking sick. So there was no awkward silence or anything mm-hmm. like that. It was just fucking right. queued up fucking samples or something. It was dope. True. That's fucking sick, dude. I love that idea. That's a good idea. Three I'm weeks later, saying, they find the tyrants. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, they're not, he's not my homie. Uh, not my homie. <laughs> oh, let me I'm see. just saying, like, that's, that's something you'll see nowadays is, a lead singer that actually pump, pump up the crowd. Yeah. Pump up the value. So, do we have any fall off points with the band? I mean, th- th- to me, they're just like a. I never had a jump. Yeah, off exactly. It's like <laughs> <laughs> I never really hopped off. I never really hopped on the wagon. I just kind of watched it go by. and Was like, hey, that's pretty cool. <laughs> it's, one of those, it's one of those wagons that you know just they they move they move. It's a it's a slow pacing wagon. You can see them just drawing shit on the way. Yeah, you look around. <laughs> You look at them, they're still there. Yeah. Like, there's not really a follow-up point for me. Like, Cause he's always had a fucking... It was always been in the limelight. Yeah, he's Somehow, always been. Somehow, some way, it was yeah. podcast or... He's always yeah. he's always been doing He's kind of like a herpy. You know, yeah. can't really get rid of it. Can't really yeah, get rid of the herpes. He's always there. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean... What what do you want to see from Hate Breed moving forward? And that's uh, that's a question we ask at the end of uh, each episode. But to me, it's like like the Disturbed episode. Okay, so they kind of stopped evolving. You know, like when they started, fifteen years, yeah, <laughs> like fifteen years ago, they stopped evolving. Yeah, you know, th- there was like three albums where they went like they were like the new metal industrial. Well, they came out with an album not too long ago too. Yeah, and it yeah. wasn't great. It sounded like know? Hate Breed. I, don't yeah. know. I actually, uh, sat I just, down and I to think it. it's like they. You know they ha- they have that they have their formula and they're just gonna stick with it like yeah. it worked for them. Yeah. People don't really have a problem with it and yeah. it's still heavy. It's yeah. not like it's radio rock. Like it's heavy and it just like can you imagine Hatebreed having like clean choruses and like synths and shit? Like no, no not really. No, because it's know? fucking Hatebreed. All you fucking want to see is fucking motherfuckers just headbanging for mm-hmm. like an hour straight and that's it. Yeah, like loud guitars, breakdowns, and mm-hmm. that's really about it. Um, all right, well, cool. Yeah. I mean, th- this was an episode that I was a little um, hesitant, hesitant because I mean, like we like Hapri, but we're not very like as well versed in Hapri. We're more versed in Joss's personality, yes. you know, than anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I mean, I don't know if, if you're out there and you're listening to this podcast and you think there's a song or two that we should check out might pique our interest in Hapri, uh, go ahead, send us a message or something on Instagram. All of our Instagrams and all that are in the links Comment below. Comment on the Instagram. Comment on the Instagrams. Let us know you're enjoying the shows. Uh, any Tell last thoughts on Hatebreed Boys? Think. Any uh, last thoughts? I don't know. Just listen to Hatebreed. If you're having a shit day and you just want to get pumped, listen to Hatebreed. Yeah. You're having a shit week, listen to Hatebreed. You're having a shit month, Hatebreed. You don't want to... Shit decade, listen shit, to Hatebreed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're tired right. of Hatebreed, listen to Hatebreed. All right. How about you, Lou? Any last thought? No, no last thoughts. No, not really. Just I, I, try, <laughs> I try to remember the ly- the lyrics of the intro of uh, Headbangers Ball. That was. Da, 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 da. Oh yeah. yeah, there was oh. an intro to that. I thought that was the fucking sickest thing ever. <laughs> I honestly thought for a while that that was like a hate breed song. Yeah, it's not a hate. I always thought it was a hate breed. Yeah, song. me too. But it's not. Yeah. And the intro and then. Ah, it's like the dopest thing. I was like the, literally the most heaviest shit I've ever heard. Right. The intro to fuck headbangers ball. This is true. All right. Reminds me of like those intros to uh, 
was it Battle for Ozfest as well? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don don don. Some random shit. All right, guys. So that is it for this episode of Metalology. We'll catch you guys on Spotify, iTunes. Come hang out with us. Listen to a couple episodes. Comment. Uh, we got Under Oath coming up on the next one. We got yes. Five Finger Death Punch for the Kyles. Kyle. We got some Godsmack for the Monster Energy Drinkers. The Kyles. And uh, you know we're leaving out the Karens as well. We gotta bring. We gotta bring the Karens in. You gotta bring yeah. Karen in for one. Gotta bring the. We gotta, we if gotta you wanna be my lover, lover. never mind. You gotta get never mind. With my friend. Never mind. Would you get with her friends though? But would you get with her friends though? Yeah, fuck yeah. Well, uh, right. I have a story to tell you after we turn the mics off. All right, ding, cool. ding, ding. All story right. time. All right, guys. Story we time. S- we will see you guys on the next episode of Metaology. <laughs> Comment. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.